What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Day, 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 day. Okay, that was a lot. This echo after Lord, it's it's uh it's my signature now. I mean the happy Tuesday already was and the what up, what up, what up. You know, sometimes you need it's like when it's like when fifty goes and he changes a song to power with him and Trey songs. You know and that, no one liked it. That's what I did. I added a little bit of flavor, but everyone likes it. Okay. 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 Oh man, what is going on, everyone? I'm Shadow Coles, Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. I feel like our mics. I'm gonna say this while we're on air. I feel like our mics are low for me, or headsets are low. Yeah. Exactly. So I was right. A little bit, Bro, but like I was right. I turned down it way too... more than I thought. Okay. That's no. That... Okay. Nope, I put. It... Nope. That was too loud. I think it's perfect where it is, unless you're gonna be shouting my ear. Well, maybe. Great, then you need to hear how loud you're shouting in my ear. Are we ready? <laughs> I'll be kind to the audience. Okay. What is going on, everyone? Uh, welcome, new listeners, uh, old listeners, returning listeners, young listeners, still stuck in the coronavirus listeners. What is going on? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we have a lot of it's things just, to cover. You know, you can just do a simple hi, everyone. There's a lot of things to talk about. Um, and again, again, we're trying to stay clear as we as we inch closer and closer to to the um, election to stay away from talking about um, Trump or or Biden. We're just gonna stay clear of that. Um, but I do want to talk about you know topics around around in that in that sphere in that space you get what i mean sure she's like i don't care so um this past week ice cube was getting a lot of heat on him working with trump with his uh contract with black america and it's essentially what he did uh, a few months back was put together um key points that he would like to see um like done for black people like not it like nothing like as simple as it is nothing like when black lives matter was not a political thing before trump made it be one like as simple as it is it's just being like you know black people need help and and it's what chris rock has always said where like you know once black people are taken care of everyone's taken care of Mm -hmm. like and and that simple over sense because once you take care of like the the group that's oppressed then it's like everyone's all set you don't have to continue you know all these things but um i wanted to touch on this because i thought it was super interesting now before i get into it just to give everyone backstory on it um so everyone was upset that oh man trump uh trump and ice cube are working together and then ice cube came out and he's like everyone's trying to you know share like put on their whole narrative and all this stuff and uh, i guess essentially how he outlined it was um both campaigns came to him and wanted to you know hear him out on what he had to say um and at the very simplest ice cube was like i just want to work with whoever's in power um when he was talking with joe biden and his team they were like um they'll see what happens after the the election okay cool because i mean to be fair (laughs) they can't really do anything so there's not really much for them to talk about fine um, but Joe Biden and his, not Joe Biden, Trump and his team were like, yeah, we could talk. And I guess Trump has this uh, platinum plan 
And essentially, they took a lot of points that Ice Cube made in this uh, contract with Black America into that platinum plan, you know, giving black people more jobs, um, different things, stuff that, you know, probably isn't going to happen, but I'm not going to, we're not going to harp on that part of it. Um, But I wanted to just kind of go over this and and have some commentary about the points he has made. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, if you guys want to find the website, it's icecube.com slash a contract with Black America. There are dashes in between, you know, the, where you would normally put spaces at. Um, the website opens up saying this contract with Black America was designed to start the hard conversation. It was made to be perfected and debated. So please add comments and suggestions so we can create a better contract with America that will help create a better and more perfect union. Digging it? Like the presentation? Okay. okay. <laughs> I tried loading this up on my phone and it, it was not working out. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm not even going to touch on the representation. We're just going to, or sorry, the introduction. We're just going to hit the first one representation. Uh, and he's saying a bill to guarantee black opportunity and representation. Um, he wants to adopt a plan of neo reconstructionism to redress past wrongs systematically imposed on the black Americans economically throughout many generations that have resulted in a wealth gap where the average white family has 10 times the wealth of a black family. In addition to some of the economic initiatives listed below, also formally apologize to the black Americans for past discrimination and slavery. Uh, Additionally, black opportunity and representation will include affirmative action in schools, public and private, per student funding in states on equal basis instead of paid by local property taxes, um, black representation on all government civil rights bodies, civil rights classes mandatory in elementary schools, uh, gerrymandering reform, additional polling places in black and minority neighborhoods, Juneteenth to become a federal holiday. Are you intending on reading the entire No, I am not. <laughs> I am not indeed. I just wanted to start off. I'll probably just That's give a, a quick I'll probably give a quick blurb as I'm going through it. But that, yeah, I realized after I read that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to read yeah, all that. Yeah, the whole podcast would be all of this. All right. But uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I I don't see a problem with it. Bro. I don't know what you want me to say. Bro. Okay. Here's one thing that I find interesting that, yeah, I wish would change, where your local property taxes go to that school. Yeah. So if you're in a poor area, that school is not really getting properly funded. Yeah. Um, versus like, you know, there are some wealthy places in Connecticut and I'm sure right. those schools, those, you know, public schools are doing really well. Right. Um, of course, the private schools are. Right. So, yeah, that's one of the. Ones yeah, there should be like an average within um, the state. They were doing it the way Ice Cube's proposing it. It should be per student. So, um, based on how many students you have is how much you should, like, that school should be funded. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean, why should a school that has a cap at 200 kids, you know, get to have all this money versus uh, a school that is in a lower income place 
not really get funded that well because they're they're in a lower income area. Yeah. Um, one thing I hope happens, and I, we said this a few months ago, Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. Yeah. It needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't see a problem with that. We have all these different federal holidays. You know, some of which as kids, like, you you just think are dumb, like, you don't really know much about, or... It's like, yeah, I mean, we still have... Well, now, this year, people were going back and forth. Some people were still calling it Columbus Day, and some people were calling it Indigenous People Day. Um, like, we still have that. That's always going to be there, probably. So, uh, th- I feel like this is just kind of the other side of that i don't know i can see christopher that columbus day like going away uh over time yeah but even if it did it would still be now indigenous people's day so it's still a day so i'm just saying i think this is the other side of the coin though if we can have a columbus day Mm -hmm. this is literally the other side um and one and so touch on another thing you said when it comes to representation like yeah there should be black people in all government civil rights bodies and it mm-hmm. i feel like the same thing goes along with like women like everywhere i never understood why pretty much old white men make the choices for women what mm. they should do with their bodies Preach. like it really Preach. that reach that logic never made sense at yep. all like how are you gonna tell me what well, i should and shouldn't do because what it comes down to is controlling us it's not about birth control it's not about babies it's about controlling women. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, of course, it's men making those decisions. Of course. But yeah, hate it. <laughs> we hate it here. So uh, uh, yeah, so I agree. You know, black people, women, every, you know, diversity needs to be everywhere across all platforms. I mean, it's it, it comes to the point of how long is this going to take? You know, I think every year that goes by we're like it's 2018 why are we still doing this it's 2019 why are we still doing this it's 2020 why are we still doing this Mm -hmm. i feel like every year you say that it's you know you always say that as like a comeback to somebody when they're like well and you're like it's 2020 like come on wake up we're not in the 50s we're not in the 30s you know whatever and um yeah i mean that's across all platforms all types of people should be everywhere in entertainment and politics in you know ownership roles and you know leadership and all everywhere i don't don't know yeah that's it (laughs) that's it Um, but that's a whole other conversation because then there's the pay gap and there's all that other wonderful stuff so yeah and so ice cube has a bunch of other things here um i'll kind of just run through some of these points like lending reform uh making sure that black people were able to open up uh you know loans and different lines of credit and getting the same freight that white people have which is again something that shouldn't have to be said exactly um federal funding um of baby bonds he wants uh federal reserve and government pensions for qualified black americans um finance oversight like there's, there's a lot of things data personal data and credit Huh, that is interesting. <laughs> um, prison reform, judicial reform, police reform act, of course, uh, FCC licensing, 
which is interesting because it says broadcast networks will, will be required to air black produced content equal to 20% of the total content of the networks as measured by time. Like, that is... That's crazy. That is interesting. Wait, you're, like, you're only asking for 20%. For you to have you, to, like, ask that that is a thing here, says but, it in itself. You know what's crazy with Netflix pulling out, like, putting these, uh, for lack of better words, these black shows, because you probably didn't watch them. Um, shows like Sister, Sister, Moesha. I watched Sister, Sister. Yeah. What do you mean, eh? I loved that show. Uh, Moesha. Uh, I, I think Nicole. I think the show's called Nicole. Uh, what, Nicole Parker? Like, the Parkers? There we go. Didn't watch that one. Um, like, these shows, you know, if they ever are able to afford, you know, Will Smith and Martin and stuff to go on. But, like, what shows do you have in this time or, like, in the last... 10 years that like are really that like mm-hmm. can hold up to what, what was there back in the early two, 2000s late 1990s like mm-hmm. there's nothing that's like solidifying it's like yo this is like a show I mean maybe power if you really want to put it in there but power and empire <sighs> yeah I don't know empire kind of fell off for me but yeah I mean yes entertainment wise but it was still yeah 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 it's just there needs to be more like i don't know what why that's not a thing um confederate monuments and institutions he wants the elimination of all the statues um or displays flags pretty much all that stuff renaming all streets confederacy confederate oh did i say the, it wrong the conf- no you didn't even say you just said statues and monuments and flags so confederate statues oh, monuments that. and flags yeah. to be specific um he not wants to rename everything. He wants to rename all streets, schools, public structures, etc., named after Confederate soldiers or leaders. A memorial will be built in Washington D.C. to to victims of police excessive force. Interesting. Like, essentially, what I as I read That's through it, right? As I run through this, I'm like, a lot of things. A lot of white people probably wouldn't agree with because it's changed to them and. Mm-hmm. They're not going to like the change. And because it's focused on black people because they're not included. But it's like that's the that's that's where people start to get defensive. You know, one of the things I thought was cool that I always wanted to see. And it's it it's a sad moment, of course. But uh, I think it's somewhere. Where is it? Germany or somewhere where they have like the it's like monuments of all the Jewish people that were killed or something or mm-hmm. like some type of like structure. Um, I forgot what countries. I feel like it's in Germany. And I always wanted to like see that, and like, yeah, that sh- there should be something. And I know there's there's some type of like museum of sort in like Alabama, or South Carol- South Carolina, um, but I don't really feel comfortable going there, especially when you have a senator that's like, yo, you you can feel safe coming here if you're gonna be conservative. Which I mean, how do you tell what like a black person that's conservative? Do I have to wear a Trump hat so you don't? Well, it's kind of funny me? he he called black people out specifically about that because I'm sure there's plenty of white people that are not conservative that would go to that state. But that's different. Okay, they wouldn't want me there. <laughs> um, no, I find that interesting because the memorial. I mean, if you think about it, it's the same thing as what you do. Like, how many World War One and two? Uh, and Vietnam War and all those were like mon- memorials are there mm-hmm. throughout the country, really, because I know where I grew up, 
there were there was a memorial at the town hall and it had like the people on it and i think it had my grandfather's name on it i think is why uh we would go there so yeah i mean there's plenty of those it's the same kind of thing it's like if we're people will argue it's not because they'll be like oh they went to war and they did this for us okay but like the people here didn't do anything to deserve that treatment similar to uh the holocaust stuff yeah they didn't do it they sure they didn't do something as bold as going to a war willingly and all that but they certainly didn't deserve that death mm-hmm. so yeah on a, I, I did something a few months back when this was like a hot topic of like like uh going to like all the high schools that are in like the local area and like typing in the names of the schools and seeing if they like own slaves and and trying to like understand that past um because yeah i think even a school somewhere in connecticut i'm not i forgot what town it was they even like changed i'm sure there's several they changed well no they changed their name um to something different um a couple schools have changed like their their symbol from being like the indians to something different of course there was one where i grew up that changed its name like a few years ago but apparently it changed its name because then they were honoring like i think some principal or teacher that passed away Mm-hmm. And that's why they did, because it was only named after the town, so it wasn't something like controversial before. But then they named it like a person's name. Yeah. So I mean, it happens all the time. It's yeah. weird for a few years, but then you get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now he says the I don't know any uh, like this that well, but it's the adaption of AGP, a public and private program that provides access to jobs and education and or training for people willing to put in the work and commit um which is great because again instead of putting people black people in jail or I'll fo- since the focus is on black people i'll say black people focusing on uh you know putting these black people that need jobs or need to get off the streets or whatever the case may be um you know getting them the education getting them the training then putting them in the in their jobs into the careers that they hope to be a part in and just uh, like again if you if you want to make america great again it's helping the people that are in america that are trying to make it just like you like it's really that simple um the last one number 13 being black responsibility um to touch on this briefly because it's like it's a paragraph here um he says the chronic poverty creates an atmosphere full of negativity frustration hopelessness depression alcoholism drug abuse crime and violence these are some conditions that plague the black community which is dealing the the which is dealing with extreme generational poverty um so it's essentially just making from what i'm seeing here um how would you explain this that basically as things start to get better it's saying that they will also like clean up their act and they will um dissolve any bitterness in their hearts for past wrongs is what it says so like it is being open to if things actually do change Mm -hmm. then it's your responsibility to move forward with that instead of the you know 
uh yeah the holding over the head if things are changing finally so i think that's oh, where I it's see. going yeah it's a two-way street because yeah so it's like okay you you agree with this and we'll agree that like it's a it's it's like a sense of like reparations in a way yeah. where it's like you know for all the time that we've wasted the 400 years that we've wasted on this earth it's like give me this and then you know we'll it, move on it sounds like a relationship like okay so someone who has maybe been cheated on by their partner and then you chose to stay with the partner and work through it instead of leaving okay so if you're gonna work through it if you see your partner changing and you know taking accountability and not cheating again and like all the different stuff then it's like your responsibility to not bring it up forever and and to move on forward like with your partner Mm -hmm. in the future and in their their changed behaviors so that's how i see it as yeah i'm with you um now i had to had to touch on that because i thought that was like really really dope and interesting um ice cube was on the red table talk a uh, maybe a month ago a few weeks ago and i thought that was a really good conversation um because it was him, Van Jones, and I believe their nephew um, on it. And that was really interesting. Very eye-opening and, and just everything. Um, now, the next thing I want to talk about. I'm keeping it all black. Um, which is Meg Thee Stallion put out an op-ed the past week. Um, about why she speaks up for black women. Um, she did the whole thing with SNL. Which it was like a really great performance called out daniel cameron because of his whole uh, thing with 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 uh brianna taylor um and yeah so i'm going to if i can see your phone i'm going to play if you can go to like the 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 notes and get the go to the twitter link and then i'm going to play like this quick like minute of uh like this video that meg put out that went along with this to kind of touch on it like man all right let me see all right what does it mean to be a woman of color she's gotta be strong because that's just the expectation loving herself but not too much because then she's conceited being his lady in the streets but his freak in the sheets Inheriting her grandma's love, but always loving the wrong one. Twerking for her man, but not with her friends. Being constantly told she's too much or not enough. The most disrespected person is the black woman. Constantly having to prove she's a victim because society sides with a man. Not being able to express her traumas because she can't show no weakness. Is constantly told that she's too dark, too thin, too thick, too much of a bitch being murdered, beaten, abused, then question if she evoked all of it. Is left out on the street, but becomes the flower that grows from the concrete. Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? She marches for everyone else, riots for everyone else, dies for everyone else. She loves everyone else, lives for everyone else. But when it comes down to her, it ain't a mother. The system as a whole has filled her. You've never been shot. You don't know her pain. Her pain. 18. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
so I thought that that was very uh, powerful. And like all this talk, and like just just what has transpired over twenty twenty, and I you know told you this off air. Damn, you yawning a lot. You like over here being like this is I'm boring. I'm tired. This I work boring, today. Guys. But yeah, it has me like dog down the road. If we ever do- have a daughter, like man, that little girl will have so much love. Because it's like not that you wouldn't love your kid of course um but it's like focusing on the sensitive areas that like you hope you don't miss as a parent and you know just being open to the conversation and all that stuff um yeah yeah i mean i always thought like when it comes to parenting a girl in general it doesn't really have much to do with race but uh things like i wouldn't want to make all like those comments that usually moms make but like really either parent can make of like when it comes to weight and stuff like that so whether it's like oh you're too thin or you're too heavy or like do you really want to eat that or like all the all the different sayings because like weight is clearly a huge um stressor for women it's a it's a huge pain point because of how much it's ingrained in us that it like makes us who we are like it's you have to be a certain look and yeah and it's like you know and it's it's exhausting because obviously trends change 20 years ago we were all about the big boobs and having no butt and now it's gone the opposite way and like so trends will always change but at the end of the day it's like i want my daughter to know you know as long as you're healthy you're good like i'm not going to just make all those like little comments and little demeaning like remarks because those kind of things stay with a girl mm-hmm. like yes they stay with anybody but like girls are just beaten on like verbally by everybody society magazines music videos movies school girls like everybody and like it's exhausting and it's it it makes it shapes you i would love to even though i don't see this happening who knows i would love to like have my either one of my sisters like come on and like share their thoughts on how it is to be a black woman in america because i feel like that's that'd be so like that'd be an interesting conversation um as like two two you know great women that i know that are like pushing through life and like doing their best to like succeed in whatever they're trying to work through mm-hmm. like i, I kind of want to i'm kind of curious even though it would probably bother me because of whatever you know issues or challenges people have like put in front of them because of their race mm-hmm. um i feel like that would be such an interesting conversation to have Yeah, but also upset me. I'm like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, that'd be so cool. But yeah, I'd be so upset if she told me, if my sister told me something crazy. I'm like, yeah. You'd get up, you'd be like, who am I fighting? Like, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's more, it's just making sure you're aware of things. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's as you, as I'm starting to realize, and you start learning more and more. Like, again, we already know that people in the world are just like. We're all broken in some way. And then when you sit back and you, you like, understand why someone's broken, it's just, it. I don't know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, 
man, I'm not sure if I'm able to like explain what my thought in my head is. I mean, we've all been shaped in some way. We've all been bullied in some way. We've all been demeaned in some way. Yeah, but okay. like, I think I I may have an idea of where I'm trying to head. Yes, but uh, I get what you're saying with the weight thing. But well, I'm I like, just brought it up because she mentioned that in one part of it. But like, uh, here's here's one thing. It's like I know it's common now, but back in our younger days, probably like in the two thousands, early two thousands, early like nineteen hundreds, nineteen nineties. Wow, we're really old. Like black baby dolls weren't really a popping thing. Like right. you didn't have a, a Doc McStuffins. <laughs> like I love Doc McStuffins. That is such a cute show. I've never seen it, but it's. Yeah. A, I, I mean, I don't watch it by myself. <laughs> like, okay. I watched it with kids I nannied, but it's like it's a good, it's a wholesome show, and yeah, like the little black girl is the main character. But like, I don't know. Like I was just saying, how they have like there's a brand called True Color Bandage, and you don't realize like yeah. We, you know, we have a bandage to, to put on to heal you when you trip and fall and, or scrape your knee or whatever. But having the, the same bandage that's the same color of your skin is like, oh, this is for me. Like, there's one for me. And it's like, this the bandage heals you physically. This is a quote from, like, the little, like, news video I saw earlier. Like, the bandage heals you physically, but the color of the bandage heals you mentally. Because um, I was like... Yeah, I never really rock with that. But there's nothing you could do about it. Well, it's the same as I was telling you how I'm tired of, like, foundations in makeup and, like, it'll be called nude, but it you know it's a light color. Yeah. And things like that where, like, nude or naked or, like, any of those kind of uh, things that would allude to skin automatically mean a light shade though and it's like well that's not that's that's not what you look like nude (laughs) like it doesn't make sense so you know there's certain shades that i think over the years some brands have improved upon some are still not but um so there's that and then you saw the thing on the crayons how, like, they made 32 shades from, like, super light to super deep and, like, everyone in between. And I love how they brought an actual makeup artist in to help with that, too. Because, obviously, like, you know, Crayola, like, they make crayons. It's not, like, skin tone stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. they actually got an expert to help with, like, undertones and make it very diverse. And something like that, I think, is huge. I think those kind of crayons are so cool. Yeah, and one thing that was mentioned in that video was, like, you know, as, like, for us, for example, and other people, as, like, different races are are mixing and shaking, you know, shaking it up. Like, you know, my siblings, for example, were not all with, uh, our significant other isn't black, which no shade. It's just, you fall, you you know, you love who you love type thing. Um, Yeah, it's just interesting, because, like, okay, that those 32 shades, who knows, they may end up being a 64-pack. Mm-hmm. you know five ten years down the down the road um as we start to grow and be you know become more inclusive of each other um so i thought that was really cool well we're essentially creating different skin tones yeah with all the blending that's going on you know it used to be all you know white on white black and black asian on asian like all it would be mostly 
within your own race. Mm -hmm. And now it's, I mean, there's all sorts of, it's like a math problem when they're like, how many variations would this be? And if if you take every single race and you combine them with like the other race, how many times? It's like, how many outcomes would that be? Yeah. So, and it's just going to keep going. So... I like that though. I like with the crayons that kids they don't even they don't even see it. Like a white kid could use a black skin tone crayon and like make and draw color in like a black face, you know, little person on their paper or something. Like I think that's the cooler part is kids are curious. They won't mm-hmm. necessarily just stay with, hey, this is my skin tone and I'm only going to use this one. So if you give them like the box of the 32. I don't even think as a kid, I, I've i never shaded with black, like the little literal color black. I probably used like the one brown they give you. Um, well, well, yeah, I would assume that. Um, right. But now it's like, and this is, of course, you would hope schools like, you know, uh, more so younger schools mm-hmm. have like this this additional box or two or whatever for kids to have that choice to be like oh yeah. there's a box and i put my hand right against the box and i could pick you right. know, what colors for me that's cool and all that stuff like that's that's really cool um mm-hmm. and like dog i was after seeing that i'm gonna tempted to just go on amazon and see if i can find that and buy it and just hold on to that for a while and be like i, I got this like, it's not for me to use, but it's just, you know, whenever yeah. that time comes, I got this. Like, it's just a... I you know, know, I even remember when I was a kid, there was, like, one beige color, too. It's not like they really yeah. had skin tones because, again, they were, like, colorful colors. Mm-hmm. And I remember that the beige always made me look, like, orangey mm-hmm. because it was just I was lighter and I didn't have that undertone. And so, like, even me, it's like, that's kind of cool that there could be, like, a... A shade range that's like basically super super light mm-hmm. to super super deep yeah there's that box of crayons has more shades than some foundation lines mm-hmm. that's what's sad <laughs> and that's where you come in to change that yeah well rihanna already did that but that's where you come in to work with rihanna and change that oh my god could you imagine that would be uh, so cool <laughs> um so again, we're keeping it black, man. I didn't realize this when I was putting together the show notes, but it's it's happening. Um, so next, I want to give an update on the story that literally happened five months ago, but it feels like a year ago. With Amy Cooper, she was the white woman who called nine one one on a black bird watcher. Um, <clears throat> it does feel like a year ago. I can't believe that was May. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is the lady back in Central Park. She was like strangling her dog, trying to talk to the dispatcher, saying this black guy was threatening her when he was literally just standing there like, I'm just recording you. And so it turns out that after this, she called a second time and um, said that the guy assaulted her. And um, she could have faced up up to a year in jail time. But instead, they like the guy didn't even want to like wanted to get to the point of her going to court super nice guy like he like yeah um but instead she's getting what do you call it she's getting community service i'm not sure what the time frame is i'm not sure if this article that i'm looking at on the washington post tells me the time frame of how much community service she has to do but she got hit with that um and it's just it's just she lost her dog right uh 
I believe so. Yeah, the dog got. Because that was another. I think thing. she she gave up her dog. This was a twofer because it was like you had the unnecessary tying up nine one one lines with this ridiculous report, and then you had like she was literally strangling her dog. She was uh, abusing the dog. Like you're joking, right? Yeah. So like. If I was, here's my thought, right? Because that's a small dog. If I was scared for my life, I would pick the dog up and run. I would not be like dragging it helplessly. But she wasn't afraid of her life. She was. She was gonna be like, I'm gonna teach this this black eye. I won't. Go I would there. still. A I lesson. would. It doesn't make sense to me the way she was like dragging this dog by the neck, by the collar. You either keep it on the leash next to you or you pick it up. I, I don't understand. She was not thinking clear. She's a Karen. Oh my god! Just like, but yeah, yo. so like this is a twofer where it just really frustrated me. But just like for example, so I mean, all this guy said was like her dog had to be on a leash, and she got frantic and she decided to call the police. I'm going to show this black guy, you know. You shouldn't be talking to me like that. Like that's I, that's what I feel like it was. I feel like it was a way for her to assert that she has she the power be in this. Talking to me like that—that's that's like because why else would you call the police? But the, like that, but like, the audacity. Like I don't get that. Uh, talking to me like that, like I actually said something <laughs> offensive or wrong. And the crazy thing is, that's the rule. Being in that. Being well, of course in it there, is. Central Park. I'm sure it is. Just like when you and I go to the trail, there's signs all over the place, and it says that your dog has to be leashed and that you have to pick up after it. Yeah. These are universal rules when mm-hmm. you take a dog in public. I mean, it's yeah. your responsibility as a dog owner. It, this reminds me of when we went, Sheesh, we went on a walk. Hard. We went on a walk a couple of days ago, and we saw that lady drop like uh, some tissues, and then like she she picked it up only to then put it on the side on a fence. Yeah. And it's like it was weird. You know what's gonna end up happening with that? Like it's gonna end up getting wet or something. No one's gonna touch it. Like I'm pretty sure no one. It's litter now. Comes down to this trail right. to like clean up because there right. shouldn't be anything on here to clean up. Like, right. And I, I was kind of tempted to be like, uh, "You gonna do something with that?" But I was like, "I'm gonna. I'm right. black. I'm gonna keep my mouth." And shut. there was a trash. There's a trash can at the end of the trail. Yeah. Like I don't understand. <laughs> It didn't make sense uh, unless People you just are weird unless you just like man corona corona's on the floor i can't touch it <laughs> like, you already did <laughs> pretty much. like it doesn't I, I can't. <laughs> it didn't make any sense I but can't. it just it reminds me of the situation where if i would have told this lady to, to like she shouldn't do that it probably would escalate so i was like i'm good <sighs> <sighs> you're like man i'm tired of this mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. I believe I think that's oh wait I have one last thing I don't have a relationship uh, topic on this one what so you know. I was <gasps> trying to find one Yo, you Nick, letting the people down oh there was nothing good I was like what letting the happening? people down like I try to find ones that are like silly but also interesting at the same time and it was not it was not happening Um. so I want to get your take on this this is not black related this is we're talking about Billy, 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 Eilish. What is with what? <laughs> what was that? And people were are um, getting on Billy Eilish because of her wearing a tank top as she was like leaving a store or something like that. Yeah, I saw this. It was ridiculous. Um, and this is exactly why she doesn't do that. She proved. Her point. No, she just she just like she has little like sandals on. She's living comfy. 
She's like, hey. She's I'm all sh- of us during Corona, so don't even start. I'm just going like, back to my thought. Right? No, like, don't even start. We have all looked like crap this year. Come um, on. So people were getting on it, and I'm like, I don't really understand. I'm confused. So I want, I guess I want more of your take on this. Well, my first immediate thought as a woman is people are going to come for her because of her big boobs. And that's going to be like a thing. How old is, is she? I feel like she's, God, young, like 20 maybe. Oh, on the search. Um, 18. Oh, oh my wow. so God. She just turned legal. Oh, uh, this is a pro. This is problematic. Is that what people I- were talking about her body before she was legal? Is that why she did the whole thing? Was it like a year ago? Yeah. Maybe it was beginning of this year. I don't yeah. remember because time is just crazy. I know. Time doesn't. <laughs> where she did the right whole now. thing of like her body and like the thing because now yeah. she was like legal after that. Yeah. Y'all are disgusting. Like, come on, an eighteen-year-old. But yeah, so that's my first thought as a woman is that there's gonna be gross people about her, you know, well-endowed bosom. And then the other part is, I, I don't really know, to be honest, why people are making a stink of this. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't really understand. Like, uh, just because you're not used to her doing that? But, like, do you think she always looks the way she... Do you think anybody actually looks the way they look all the time when they go out in public and they, like, put on an, an appearance? So I'm curious. Celebrities don't random. always look like that. As you, since you're talking about her body, did she purposely wear baggy clothes so people wouldn't, like... Uh, get on her for her chest or anything like that i don't know maybe because i'm like that's a curious thing i I always heard that she wore the baggy clothes because she didn't yeah she didn't want her she didn't want her body to be the reason that she succeeded i mean she kind of came out of nowhere to be fair like okay but she didn't want that to be like more of you know pushing her forward because you know how it is yeah. If you look like that, sure, you got more of an edge. Because one of this video, I feel like this was beginning of the year. Oh, God. It came right in the air. Oh, this is- May! <laughs> Why does everything. For- okay, hold on. Guys, we're in a time loop or something. Oh, everything from May feels like it was like last this year. It feels like it was like February, January. Like it felt like before Corona. I, th- I think we're experiencing that. I've been seeing how like. Basically, like, the trauma of corona we went through is kind of coming up now because, you know, like, you, you just push through and, like, you survive it and then you, like, feel it later. Maybe that's what's happening. And now we're realizing oh, stuff. Man. I didn't even realize that. Because let's be real. April and May would just, no, you just block that out. April and May were, like, terrible months. Because that was when everything was just at a halt. Yo, April for sure. April, you're just like, uh, is this life? It was both April and May for me. Because, like, mid-March is when it happened, and then end of June is when I was able to reopen. So, like, solid April and May were terrible. My numbers in my business were non-existent, and it was just, this is where we are. This is... (sighs) Okay, so anyways... But yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I don't understand why it's a thing because obviously she's going to wear stuff other than what she like wears to perform. You know what I mean? Any celebrity 
has been pictured in like PJs or comfy clothes or whatever. They don't always have, you know, their dress and makeup and all that stuff on. See, my thing is, I don't really know. I don't know what people expect when uh, celebrities like go outside of their house. Like, I could never. I I couldn't. I couldn't because you are. You're always expected to be on. She was literally probably making a quick stop to somewhere. I'm not. I don't think it says where she was coming out of. It doesn't even matter. I mean, I'm. I mean. It makes sense. Like if she's like, yo, I'm gonna go hit up the local, you know, store to go get some pancake mix. Right, but it doesn't matter. Like, I the body I shaming part, I don't really understand. Cause I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't really understand that at all. Um, I don't get what's wrong with her body. I don't see a problem. So that's why my first immediate thought is always. If you have, if you're more well endowed, like that's going to be the thing people focus on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't understand. You know, what my thing is like it's not like she's especially heavy or thin or anything. Here's another thing I'm starting to realize is as I grow with the internet, I stop caring what what Twitter is having to fight about. Like I I don't care. Yeah um because like twitter is like uh like an echo chamber or, or social media in general it's like an echo chamber of just people that like haven't done anything or just making comments like anyone with any real life experience or time whatever they're like they're not sitting here talking about what billy eilish is doing or talking about you know what this person is doing like when was the time that you ever made a comment like uh well i mean i was gonna say you probably would <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say imagine we were just talking about demi lovato and her like whole relationship thing and i'm like would you sit there and be like she's posting on twitter about her relationship you're not like you're not replying to like what she's saying and being like yeah da 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 or you shouldn't be saying this or da-da-da. like huh? you're not listening i don't to know this. where you're going with this i'm just saying i feel like twitter yeah mainly is a place of people crazy. that have not done anything, so they have nothing to do but time to sit there yeah. and just just run off. I don't do that. Not especially not about celebrities, any of them. Like right. I could love, you know, Taylor Swift or whoever, but I'm not I'm not over like I might once in a while, like for example, I think like when her newest album came out or something, I might have tweeted something about like enjoying it or whatever. But like, I'm not gonna. So once in a while, mm-hmm. I'll like tweet something about a celebrity if it impacted me. But I'm not over here like obsessing over any of them. I don't care how much I like them. That's not life. Yeah. Like real life is the actual people in your life. I, I you know. Yeah, and that's why I feel like Twitter is just people that like. Yeah. So what I'm getting from this is they were over sexualizing the tank top the because it was revealing which is hysterical because you know you can google any picture of kim kardashian with her actual boobs out this was a tank top yeah but that like she was fully covered yeah but the thing is but because it's tighter and because it's spaghetti strap and because maybe is that like a bra a little bit or something like but come the, on the thing is you they haven't seen that so yeah. i know but that's what's so annoying that is what's so oh my gosh we act like we've never seen a woman's body before 
You're kidding me, right? With the access to the internet and everything? I have not. I've never seen a woman's body in my life. This is actually the first time. I didn't know a woman's body came with green hair. Okay. I didn't know a woman's body came with these stylish sandals that look like they came out of orange and new black. <laughs> and they were probably expensive because they're probably like brand name oh my slides. God, no. <laughs> no, literally. Literally, like I love when celebrities wear like the most basic looking things, but because they're like the name brand, they're like, oh, thousand so dollar slides. Dog, if I ever run into money, the, I name brands what? You will not see me that. I I'll, know. I'll get me some Walmart brand. I know. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about this briefly because, uh, yeah, that, that yeah. It didn't make sense. So to that me. was dumb. Um, <laughs> that's it. To be real with you, that's, that's pretty much all I got on the docket for this week. Wow, guys, he's letting you down. I, if I, I couldn't find a good relationship <laughs> topic one. Like it was just trash. I mean, if you want to talk, you talk about how great I am. Well, if, you know, for this last bit of time we got here. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. <laughs> I think you just talked super fast and I didn't catch it. <laughs> well, you got to listen better then. Okay. Can you like repeat that all? No. No. I just, you know, one and done. Just like my life. I mean, yes, we all have one life. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up a little earlier, guys. Um, I'm not even going to mention the Etsy shop, but if you do want to check it out, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The link is in the description. What? <laughs> I'm not going to mention it, but I'm going to mention it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doing really well. We got the pro. <laughs> screw it. I'm going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> we have the we have the pro, pro BLM, pro uh, immigrant, pro sex worker, pro. Pro human. Yeah, pro science, like pro choice, like that shirt. It's been doing pretty well um, in the past week. So like that's dope. So check that shirt out. I feel like a lot of people like it. I really like that, like that look of that shirt. Yep. So yeah, I got it. Yeah. Um. On that note, guys, we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. It's been a, a great time with hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Once again, my name is Shadell, co-host of Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.